Welcome to the Chris Clark Podcast Show. So glad you guys are listening yet again to another episode. Um, this week we are talking about um, unsung black heroes. That's right. It is Black History Month. We are talking about our black heroes, our, our unsung black heroes. And I do have a special guest, uh, Miss Ashley Buttercup. She's with me today. We're going to talk about her. Um, but before we get started, I uh, want you guys to follow me on social media. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Chris Clark Comedy, um, Twitter and Snapchat, and also Clubhouse at Comic Chris Clark. Um, go to my YouTube channel, uh, Chris Clark Entertain. And if you forget all that, just go to my website, ChrisClarkComedy.com. Uh, I have links to um, all my social media on there. Um, let's give a shout out to our sponsors. Uh, we are doing well. We are getting sponsors. Um, uh, this sponsor is uh, TNT Production. Uh, they are a company uh, that works. Um, yeah, TNT Productions is a company that works to do exactly what we love. All the while we get to work with a whole slew of fun people in the process, our gift of photography and videography has led us to do a whole lot of work for people and some businesses. We have shot and made commercials for Fit as a Jewel Productions, Pulpit Secrets, uh, that one video has reached 14,000 people in one week. We have competitive prices and even a layaway plan to help you on your big day. We work with you and never against you. TNT Image. Let us capture your memories. For more information, call 856-896-7062. That's TNT Productions. Um, TNT Productions, if you guys ever check out my uh, videos, my Thai Cop videos, they actually are the people behind that. Um, so they do great work. I can um, back them up on that. So, let's get into our, our, our um, topic, Unsung Black Heroes. Um, and, and for the month of February, I'm going to be spitting out some black history facts that you may not know. Um, I found this one yesterday. I, I was Googling. Um, and I did not know this as long as I've heard this speech um, people talk about this speech. I did not know that um, Dr. Martin Luther King, his I Have a Dream speech. Now, the I Have a Dream part of his speech was actually an improv. It was not written. I did not know that. Um, from what I've read, they said that um, uh, his original speech, was, uh, original speech was more political, um, you know, but the preacher got into him. And he started talking about um, 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 other stuff. And Mahalia Jackson uh, was on the side as he was speaking. And she was telling him, tell him about the dream, Martin. Tell him about the dream, which kind of sparked his memory. And he went into the I have a dream uh, part of his speech. So that is our black history fact for today. That Dr. Martin Luther King's I have a dream part of his speech was improv. Uh, he's very good because that was a uh, very good improv. So let's bring on our guest. Um, we have uh, Miss Ashley Buttercup. She is a mother. She is a wife, and she is a painter out of Brooklyn, New York. Put your hands together for Miss Ashley Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? I'm 
great. I'm great. I'm great. You sound so humble. (laughs) 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 I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Um, Say it again. I said I am humble. Oh, okay. Okay, good. That's a good thing to be humble. Um, I'm glad you're on the Chris Clark Podcast Show. Uh, It is uh, Black History Month, and we are talking about unsung heroes. Um, But before we get into that, we want to know who is Ashley Buttercup. So tell the people, who are you? Hey, so I am a visual artist, a painter um, by profession. Um, So I do lots of abstract work and collage work and um, tons of portraits. Mm. Um, In addition, I'm doing uh, like apparel clothes with Chris Clark <laughs> and um and I yeah just you know doing visual arts so anything that I can express any way I can express myself visually wow that's that's awesome I know um painting is very difficult I took art in high school and middle school and um I can draw but I can't paint <laughs> Um, but what made you get into painting? Like that's that's um. Uh, Chris, you wear many hats. Jeez, you, know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you do it every, do everything. I, I um, try. I don't know. Honestly, I I just always it's just something that I've always been doing. Um, and I think my parents have a huge influence on just being a creative person because my dad was an architect and he mm. um, did interior design as well. And my mother was into fashion, so they both had an eye for just art, and they, our house was always decked out in art, and wow. I think I just kind of gravitated because of them. Wow, wow. And you are very good, I, I, I must say. Um, now, what, what you're doing now, um, which we are collaborating on, uh, the vis- visible history, um, you're doing um, like unsung uh, black heroes and um for those who you don't know um i am actually wearing one of her uh visible history uh shirley chisholm um if you're listening you can't see it but if you're watching youtube you can see it um and 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 you're you're you paint it and then you send it to my company uh clark's custom apparel and um i put it on you know whatever apparel you you um uh, you want which is uh t-shirts sweatshirts and things like that um which the um the relationship is it means a lot because we are actually family <laughs> for those of you who don't know yes i have some talented uh relatives um we are cousins by marriage um you and my wife are first cousins um but what i want to ask you what made you start the visible history paintings like what made you get into it uh to to kind to um uh what's the word honor i would say honor the uh unsung black heroes um so i actually um in the beginning i had mentioned i was doing like collage work and abstract stuff so like um i when i started doing art full-time i was mostly doing that and then I was pretty scared of doing portraits, even though I've like trained and done like portrait paintings. Like I just didn't want to go that route because I didn't feel confident in it, ironically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But once I started painting more, that is what um, 
my most of my commissions came from was portraits. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'm, I guess I'm good at this. I guess people like my portraits. <laughs> and then, um, you know, with the Black Lives uh, Movement, the revolution that's pretty much taking place now, right, right. Um, I just, I've always just wanted my work to be purposeful and, um, I realized that I myself needed to re-educate myself. You know, mm. there are so many historical figures. I'm just going to say American historical figures yeah. that I just don't know about. American history that I just don't know anything about. So the projects stemmed from me doing my own research, re-educating myself. Mm -hmm. And from there, it just blossomed into just, okay, my findings, let me share it with my peers and yeah. just my community. And it's really shocking. Just a lot of people just are in the dark because we're just not taught this information. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where, yeah. So that's where the visual history project mm -hmm. stemmed from. So each month um, I do a portrait and I learn about these individuals, um, these black unsung heroes. And I say unsung heroes is because these people have, impacted our community and society and we just don't know that they're even black so right, right. Uh, i think it's important to kind of circle back read our history and just highlight and honor these people that have made our lives easier yeah definitely um because the one i remember the one portrait uh, i guess it's the latest one you did odetta um mm. I had no clue who she was. <laughs> I honestly had, yeah, I honestly had no clue who she was. And then when you, um, you know, if you guys follow, follow her on social media, she actually tell you, um, a little bit about the people and I'm rereading it and then watching, uh, Googling some stuff and things like that, watching some YouTube clips. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, it's definitely educating people. Um, if it's not, it's, it's definitely educating me. Um, but I want to ask, why do you think, um, the unsung heroes are so important? Well, I think, you know, it's super important because it's American history. Mm -hmm. So it's just why we are the way we are and just how, um, the world works really. And I think it's important to kind of circle back, at least for, especially for me, because I, you know, I actually, I went to public school in New York and, um, my education in black history was very minimal. And mm -hmm. like, it was, you know, um, America's the great, we won all the wars, white <laughs> America, Europe, yeah. a little bit of Egypt. You know, like, that's basically it. And Harriet Tubman, Martin Luther King, it's like, okay, that's it. Yeah. And so yeah. now I'm going back and, like, learning about all this stuff. Even though I studied it, studied a little bit of African-American history in high college, I go back and learn about these individuals that have – it wasn't that long. We're talking about, like, people that were, like, our grandparents' age, our great-grandparents, yeah. you know, yeah. people that – we know who have lived through this. And as I'm reading about them, um, I'm like, they're really relatable. You know, they mm. really, it's really, really inspiring to read these stories about their triumphs and their, um, their strength. And they're just people doing 
what they know best and yeah. believing in themselves. And that's really, really encouraging. It is. It is. What, what makes you think like, um, I know you, you mentioned a little bit earlier about Martin Luther King and Harriet Tubman. Now we know the same old, uh, it's like every year, uh, they bring up the same black heroes, you know, the, um, the Malcolm X's, Martin Luther King's, uh, you know, Harriet Tubman, uh, Sojourner Truth, people like that. Um, why do you think they, they're leaving out, uh, people like, um, like Shirley Chisholm, um, Odetta, uh, people of that nature that you, you hardly, uh, hear of? Like I, I watched, I forget the movie, um, but it was about Nat Turner. Like I've never heard of Nat Turner until I seen that movie. Um, I think Nate, Nate Parker, uh, directed it or something like that. And he played the part of, uh, Nat Turner. Um, like why, why do you feel, why do you think they're leaving, um, important history, um, such as these people out of, you know, our black history or our, our 28 days out of the year? I mean, I think. I, I mean, I just want to say, like, I'm not an expert in any of this. You know, I, this is still a journey for me, so I'm still learning about right. all of the all the history. But I mean, I think it really just comes down to control. You know, mm. so this is just not America doing it. It's like the world. This is how humans are, and like we want to be able to control and manipulate. Not all humans, but this is how I guess like power and politics work. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like the reason why brown people were, um, like, I guess, erased, that's not a good word to use, but like erased from history is because um, it's a power thing, you know, mm -hmm. like we aren't, if we don't see that people look, people that look like us rising to the top and doing these, this and that, then we are suppressed. We stay yeah, yeah. in this level instead of like breaking that glass ceiling. And granted, I know we do have a lot of uh, systematic um, things that are holding us back. But, you know, like I said, reading these stories were really influential for me because they were just, some were like really um, insecure or like very shy and mm -hmm. like, they were just people, but like they've still overcame major, major hurdles. So like, I think it just comes down to just, you know, we want the American people to be, Oh, we're great. We're this, we're a perfect country. We're flawless. We don't do any of these <laughs> things. And, right. you know, if like, it's not just black people, like I'm reading a book on native Americans and like, it literally wasn't that long ago where, um, the Comanches were running Midwest, you know, and, mm. and America's not that old. No. It really isn't. But they've painted this picture that we've been this country for so long and it's gone this way and Pocahontas led us through. No, it wasn't. No, <laughs> it wasn't like that at all. Right. You know, Mexico. And it's funny because it's like Mexico owned a huge portion of America. Yeah. A lot of people don't. Yeah. A lot of people don't remember that or know that because we're like, let's build this wall here. And it's like, wait a minute. You realize <laughs> that Mexico owned yeah. portion, a very large amount of America. Yeah. So 
Yeah. And like I said, that that is omitted. So you got these people that are like, let's build this wall, let's build this wall, and they don't even know the full story. <laughs> So, oh. I think going back to your question, like I said, it's just about keeping people down and suppressing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, um, I definitely agree with you because I was, I was gonna say the same thing. I feel like if, if people, especially people of color, seen stories of how, um, you know, our people, our ancestors overcame, um, it will be more empowering to us, um, where we can rise. And, you know, I guess they don't want to, uh, what do you say, uh, repeat history. <laughs> um, so they, they want to, um, show us, I feel like, like even with Dr. King's story, um, you know, the, the black history fact I read earlier, um, it's like it's a lot about him we don't even know. Um, Absolutely. it's a lot about him that they won't tell. Um, speeches he said, stuff he said, and it's like, you won't know unless the people that were around him told you. Um, and, and I was reading something of, it was a while, I think it was last year sometime. They were saying how they, um, how they make, um, pictures from like the sixties and, uh, fifties and sixties, even the seventies, how they make them black and white to seem like they're older than what they are. But they're, like you said, they're actually not that old. Um, yeah. You know, Dr. King, I, I think he died, what, 53 years ago going on? Um, so it's like, <laughs> I know somebody that's 53. Like, my mom's older than 53. So Yeah, like, our parents were alive. Yeah. And, like, growing up, it didn't, like, I didn't, you know, I'm older now, so I have a better understanding of time. But, like, back in the day, I felt like this was, like, you know, yeah. thousands of years I, Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. You need to tell me it wasn't a <laughs> pound like, uh, It's crazy. Yeah, it's like, oh, wow, this is, this is, um, this is like 50 years ago. This is not that old. He would still be alive. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly still be alive, you know? Exactly. So, and, um, cause you know, well, Cicely Tyson just passed away. She was 96 years old. She was actually older than Dr. King. So, <laughs> you know, somebody that was with us for this long just passed, and then you got Dr. King, who they're making it seem like happened centuries ago, um, you know, which wasn't that long. So, um, but going on to my next question, um, talking about the public schools, uh, I know you mentioned earlier you went to uh, New York public schools, and they didn't really teach black history um, like that. Um, so do you feel like public schools should start teaching um, black history or, or throwing, um, black history into the history class, not just having a separate class, but, you know, with, with American history. Absolutely. I mean, I think they just need to teach truth, you know, and yeah. not like sprinkle the sugar on it. Like America's not that great of a country. We've mm -mm. done a lot of damage and we slaughtered and murdered a lot of our own people. And I think, you know, I was talking like, I'm not a teacher. I don't know anything about the education system, to be honest with you. Like, right. And um, I talked to a couple of my friends, and I'm always, like, just, you know, obviously I had my own experiences. So, like, I reach out to, like, my white friends. I reach out to friends that weren't born in, that weren't raised in New York. And I'm like, yo, did you guys experience this? Like, <laughs> And it's like, I'm getting a lot of feedback saying like, yeah, it's been like very minimal amount of 
like, I'm going to say brown history, you know, <laughs> like yeah. it's just been a lot of like America's great. We won all these wars. Like we're the best. And like, I just, I, I actually am supposed to talk to one of my friends who's um, a teacher and she's uh, trying to become a principal. So I'm going to talk to her about the system, but she tells me like, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like politics, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's like, so yeah. there's a curriculum that you get. And you probably hear it from Brittany, like, because she's a teacher, but she has her limits. There's only so much that she mm-hmm. can do because you have to stay within these, like, um, like rules, you know? And right. it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate because we need to unearth what's real. Yeah. You know, so people, so kids can grow up in, navigate this world clearly you know and be inspired and understand that you know the color of your skin is not a reason to not do something like i have friends that like it's almost it's a habit now but they would say like oh why you have that you're you white or oh you know, I, and I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure every black person has experienced that where you're saying like, oh, you're doing that because you're white or, oh, only white people do that. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Well, why are you talking <laughs> white? <laughs> but that, that's what, what we see. Yeah. Hopefully, right. You know, and I, it's ignorant to say stuff like that, but I understand it. Like, that's literally what we see. And like, Going back to when I was saying I was doing collage projects, one of my, my collage projects was kind of related to this topic, but I would basically be going through like, um, high end fashion magazines like Vogue and, mm-hmm. uh, I can't even think of any right now, but like Vogue, um, and I specifically wasn't looking through Essence and Ebony and all that stuff. And I was going through these Vogue magazines trying to pull out black models Mm -hmm. and i started this project maybe like two years ago okay it was not an easy it was not easy for me to do that so like it would be every few pictures okay there's a black girl but oh wait i don't know she's holding up something stupid so i can't use this you know (laughs) so like even that and we're talking like two years ago yeah now it's beautiful because i i you know i don't know like I'm sure you notice it when people are going pretty hard with the diversity. Yeah. <laughs> their ads yeah. And it's like a yeah. little bit it's like, wait, should I be like side eyeing this? But like, it's also beautiful to see because this is like what we've been wanting. Right. Know? Right. But uh, wait, what was your question? <laughs> Did I answer it? <laughs> yeah, yes. You answered it. Yeah, it was about, um, um, Teaching Black History in public schools, yeah. But I got, the point of was no, no. You're doing good. You're doing good. Don't worry. <laughs> no, it's good. Bring that to the full circle. It's a representation. Yeah. No, because I, I was, I was actually, um, Brittany, to tell you, because you know, I'm, I'm in, you know, I'm an actor and you know, theater and, and TV, movies and stuff. Um, so when I watch shows, I'm always watching like a couple of my favorite shows. I'm like, yeah, I only seen one black person this episode. Oh, why don't, why only got one black cast member? You know, like, right. like we're, we're better than that. Then, um, I was actually watching, um, uh, one of my shows, uh, with Shamar Moore SWAT on, uh, CBS. Um, yeah, he's the only black person <laughs> <laughs> on the show and they had a, they added a black girl on there. She probably been on maybe five, six episodes 
um, kind of like splashed in there. And then last week they killed her off. So we're back to one. <laughs> so it's like, um, yeah, come on. Like, you, you know, know. <laughs> you know what? I feel like here's what's happening. Here's what's happening here. What's, um, since, you know, the black lives matter movement, um, basically, you know, just like how you're saying, like you, you notice the one black person in the movie. Like, I feel like, Black people have been doing that all the time, right? Oh, yeah. We're yeah. always like, oh, well, like unconsciously, oh, oh, there goes a, there goes yeah. a black person. you in the grocery store, like, oh, there goes a black person. Like, uh. I, I'm at, I used to work corporate, like, cor- I used to work at, um, in like marketing. Uh huh. And I was the project manager. And like, that, I was just like, where's the, black? oh, hey, that's the brother. Okay. <laughs> One other brother. Okay. There's, you know, we do that. We do yeah. that. And like, yeah. I think what's happening with this movement is now white people are like, oh, okay, we, we, you're right. Yeah. There's only one, you know, and they're kind of waking up a little bit and we're like, we've been telling you guys this. We've been saying this. Like, yeah. We've been like, you know, and I, that's kind of the feeling what's happening. And now we're seeing all these like ads. With like mad black people in it, maybe one white person in it. And I'm like, isn't that funny? <laughs> isn't that interesting? It's like you guys are going a little too hard. You can put yeah. a little bit more white people in it. Yeah. But like, it's like. Even all the stores are doing it too. All the stores, um, they got one little, one little, uh, coat rack of black, black, uh, history month stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I guess, you know, it's a start. Um, you know, the different right. stores, I'm not going to call them out, but the different stores that didn't have anything, now they got, you know, they starting small. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's nice. You know, because, um, you know, if you wanted to get a dashiki, you had to go to a dashiki store. Like you, can't, <laughs> you can't go to Walmart and get a dashiki. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, I guess, you know, it's, it's progress slowly but surely. But like you said, we've been here, um, you know, we just... Um, we're just fighting for equality and that's the thing. Um, and I, I heard somebody say, you know, uh, some time ago, they said, uh, you lucky we want to be equal and we not, we don't want revenge. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. It's very true. Like truthfully, like we're going as peacefully as possible, but you know, you can only do so much, you know, Mm -hmm. and it is just about equality because we're all just human. Right need blood you know and it's I mean even it's beautiful I don't know it's beautiful to see that companies are kind of trying to change it but also you do still have your companies that legit don't care and they're just doing it because it's trendy yeah so yeah and they don't want to be like oh so-and-so company didn't put black or you know so they just trying to not be yeah canceled (laughs) yeah they're, they're making their money <laughs> with these trends. Yeah, they try, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's about, like, just let's educate ourselves on what it is and let's listen. Let's right. listen to one another. Because right. we all, you know, life is struggle and we all can relate yeah. to one another. Yeah, and that's why I'm, I'm so glad that even you, um, you know, are doing your part to try to um, bring the unsung heroes to the forefront. Because, um, not saying we're tired of hearing about the Martin Luther Kings and, and, and people of that nature. 
Um, you know, now it's Barack Obama, you know, things like that. But, um, you know, to hear about, uh, people we haven't heard of or we don't know, um, or even people we know, but stories we don't know about them. Um, I don't know if you've seen, but the movie, um, One Night in Miami, um, Regina King, um, directed it. Uh, awesome movie. Awesome movie. Um, it's about, um, uh, um, Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali before he became Muhammad Ali. Um, Jim Brown, the football player. Um, Malcolm X and, um, Sam Cooke, the singer. And, uh, it was the night that, uh, Muhammad Ali won the heavyweight champion of the world. He became the youngest heavyweight champion of the world. Um, they had no parade for him or no party for him because they didn't think he was going to win. He beat, uh, Sonny Liston. And, um, so his party was, those four in the hotel room, in Malcolm X's hotel room. And just to hear the dialogue, um, of what went down, how, how, uh, Cassius Clay became Malcolm X, it's like, I've never know, I never knew that. Like, that's the stories you want to hear. That, not what they wrote, um, you know, about, uh, Muhammad Ali. Like, it's, it's the story I never heard about Muhammad Ali, Sam Cook, Malcolm X, or even Jim Brown. Like, I didn't even, I didn't even know they was all friends. <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, when, when I first, <laughs> when I first seen the preview, I'm like, oh, that's, somebody made a fictional story about, you know, three, three, I mean, four icons. But no, they was actually friends. It was a, yeah, it was a, it was a true story. Um, everything that happened, um, everything that they, they presented happened in real life. Um, but the acting was phenomenal. Like, um, I gotta check it out. Yeah, it's on, um, Am- yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah, I believe it's, if you got Prime, it's free. Cause I, I don't, yeah, I don't think you have to pay, but, um, just, just the acting was phenomenal. Like, there was no weak link in, in that story. And, um, 90, I want to say 90% of the movie was in the hotel room. <laughs> yeah, that's how good it was. Just like, um, the uh the movie Chadwick uh Boseman last movie um I don't know if you've seen that Rainey, on Rainey, yeah uh Ma Rainey or something like that What's her name? I didn't know who yeah, she was too. I didn't know who she was either uh Ma Rainey yeah Viola Davis played her like, like yeah yeah that that was a pretty good movie yeah like ninety percent of that was at the studio <laughs> so um but yeah those are type of stories that you know we want to hear as black people because. I'd be honest, it was very inspiring. Um, yeah. like, um, I know, you know, Sam Cooke got the song, Change is Gonna Come. Um, like, it showed how that song came to progress. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It showed how that song came to progress. Um, like, it's awesome. I don't want to give too much away because I want you to watch yeah, it, but watch- yeah, it's, it's an awesome movie. Um, just to get, you know, their perspective. And I believe Jim Brown's the only one still living out of those four. So, um, Muhammad Ali, is he, is Muhammad Ali still alive? No, Muhammad Ali passed. Muhammad Ali, uh, man, I want to say five, six years ago. No. Yeah. (laughs) Muhammad Ali is, is, uh, going, you're going to make me Google it now. I mean, I know he passed away, but, um, 
Yeah, he yeah he he passed away long yeah. Oh five God. years ago, wow. oh, almost five years ago, June third, twenty sixteen, he passed away. Jeez, you're gonna have to edit that part yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> Look like we got another unsung hero painting coming. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, he's, I but you know what? I think it was ten years before I found out Luther Vandross passed away. Really? I honest to God, I didn't. I think he died like he died the same year Faith was born, and I did not know. Oh, I'm I, I'm I'm just like yeah. I'm like man, what happened to Luther? He ain't put out nothing in a while. Like you know, all these old old guys put. Oh, I think it was Britney. Britney looking like Luther died. What did you talking? I'm like look, they ain't dead. You know he's always he's a classic, you know. Like it's classical music that we like is part of our black genetics to play some Luther. <laughs> yeah, and it's all music. So of course I can understand why you're like. A, yeah, it was just like wow, like Luther gone because I know the last song he had to what the dance with my father again or something like that. Yeah. And I'm just like, dang, Luther ain't putting nothing out in a while. Hey, Luther dead? Like what? <laughs> We were young too, though. We were yeah. Really young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was working in, I used to work at a record store. So, like a music store. They weren't, not records, music store. <laughs> and, um, he died, and I remember, like, we had to put all of his, like, uh, music up in the frame because uh, it was calling. Yeah. Something like that. Wow. But, yeah. Um, but I think, I guess to circle back to what you're saying, like, storytelling is really important. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It humanizes people. You know, you yeah. have these legends, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, you mean to tell me he just wrote that sitting in a cab or he w- he's an alcoholic or he, you know, he went through depression or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Humanizing. Yeah. You're like, okay. Yeah. Whatever passions that you have, you can do them as well. Right. Right, because we look at them as these we well we put them on these pedestals, and we see the outcome of of um their success, and we think, oh, they were untouchable they they was doing this, they was doing that, and you know they was just spitting out, but it's like like you said, like they were going through stuff, they were going through depression, um how hard it was to get um their record played, or you know they had to do unbearable things just to be seen or be heard. And, you know, like you said, it, it humanizes them. And um, and I think it's very important for especially this generation to see, you know, so as, you know, we go through what we go through, we know it's okay, you know, to, to, to be a certain way. Like, we don't have to be superhuman, um, you know, things like that. So, yeah, representation is, is uh, very important. Um, before, we, before we go on, I do want to get a quick commercial break real quick. Um, we are talking about, uh, moments and memories. If you ever need a decorator in the South Jersey area, please reach out to Michelle from moments and memories for assistant with birthday parties, baby showers, romantic hotel setups, anniversaries, bridal showers, weddings, etc. Keep in mind, she is an event decorator. She is not the cheapest. She is not the priciest and she is not for everyone, but she is affordable. She loves to wow guests by making events memorable with creative theme eye-catching setups. Uh, you can find her on Facebook um, at Moments and Memories LLC on Instagram 
at Moments and uh, Memories LLC. If you are interested in having an event decorated, please fill out a contact form at www.momentsandmemories.net or send an email to info at momentsandmemories.net or you may call or text 856-650-7166 and she will uh, reach out to you at her earliest convenience. That is Moments and Memories LLC. All right, back to um, our topic. You know, we're talking about unsung heroes. Um, you know, we was talking and we uh, actually answered my next question, which was um, why do you... Why do you think they keep the the contributions of blacks out of history books? But we don't answer that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So um, I want to ask, what can we do to make uh, people more aware of our unsung black heroes? Um, We know you're doing the paintings and um, things like that. But what else do you uh, think we can do to make awareness to um, these very important stories? that uh, are unheard. (laughs) I think, um, I think, you know, it starts off like we're all in control of control of our own lives. No, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to say control. We're all responsible for our own lives. And I think it starts with us just educating ourselves, taking the responsibility to go back, fact Mm -hmm. check, you know, Especially with social media now, um, everybody's an expert in everything. And I'm, I'm the first to say that even though I'm doing this project, um, I wasn't there, you know? So right. like my information is only but so valid. But I say that to say, go back and fact check, you know? I think we are so quick to just assume that, okay, yeah, that's, that's it. It's gotta be right. And, mm-hmm. I think it's important for everyone to just start from the beginning, you know, yeah. um, especially black people. Go read a book. Read a book about your ancestors, you yeah. know. Um, Reading is very important because <laughs> I, I know um, even the books are very different from the movies because the movies will change a lot just for entertainment purposes. Um, but I know yeah. if you read the book, you can kind of really – they really give you the facts in the book. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I read a couple. Like, I mean, there's so much out there. Obviously, you can't cover everything, you mm-hmm. know. And like I said, I'm on this journey to re-educate myself and, like, share what my findings are. And, you know, I I, I take that seriously, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I want my, my, my son to be able to walk this earth smart and educated Mm. and you know feel empowered and really understand how this world works so many people are living this fake life lifestyle or also being depressed and upset and it's just because we we don't we didn't really understand how the world works Mm -hmm. you know we're hit with all these things and i think you know if we want to unearth these unsung um, historical figures and stuff. It's, it really just comes down to storytelling and just, you know, educating yourself. And like, it doesn't have to be specifically about black history, but just know your roots, you know, know what yeah. this country really represents. 
Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's, yeah. that's all I could say on that. Yeah. yeah I, I definitely agree. I, I feel like if we, if they tell the truth, they, if they, they teach it in schools, I, I feel like that's the only way our country will heal. You know what I mean? Like it, it has to be, you have to know the truth, the, the meaning behind America, how things got started, how they, you know, uh, not just slavery, but you know, um, how they, you know, they killed off the Native Americans and, um, you know, murdered and, and raped and, and things like that. Like if, if you can, everyone can understand these, you know, we hear about Christopher Columbus and, you know, we hear, um, you know, all these, uh, stories about, you know, the Europeans coming over here and things like that. Um, George Washington, the founding fathers, but, you know, we need to hear about, um, you know, the, 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 the Native American story. We need to hear about, um, the, the, the blacks that came from Africa, um, you know, practically building this country <laughs> with their blood, sweat and tears, literally. Um, and I feel like that's the only way the country will heal the the um the non-brown people can understand our struggle even though they didn't live back then we didn't live back then they're still um benefiting off of what happened yeah. back then um you know and like we said earlier we just we just want equality we just want <laughs> the uh that's simple, I, right? huh? it's, like, it's that simple yeah it's, it's that simple and i i I don't understand why is that so hard. I just want to be, I just want to be treated like you. I just want my fair shot. Um, now I was laughing because one of the lines in, uh, Miami, uh, one night in Miami, Sam Cook said, uh, what a guy that plays Sam Cook. Um, he's actually from Hamilton. I forget his name. Lamar Leslie, I think something like that. Um, he said, um, <laughs> he said, I don't want a piece of the pie. I want the recipe. <laughs> Word. <laughs> and I laughed so hard. I said, "Yo, that was a hot line." <laughs> the tools, yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to. You just need the tools to get started. And like, I mean, sometimes you can't wait. You have to just figure it out yourself, right? So yeah. He wants that recipe, so he got to get in the kitchen and start putting some stuff together, mm -hmm. right? Like, because it's not handed to us, right? You know, it's not handed to us, so you got to kind of figure it out on your own. And like, I just think it's really important to take it under into our own hands and educate our kids, yeah, or you know, our friends. And like I said, like I know, you know, I don't. People listening to this, I don't want you to think that I come from a background of African American history because mm -hmm. I don't. I really, really don't. And my background's in fashion and marketing. And I obviously have a interest in learning about history, mm -hmm. but, you know, I think, I think it's just a matter of us taking responsibility. And, you know, even with the shirts that we're doing, the other thing is also supporting one another, you know? Yeah. Like, it yeah. It's the world for me to work with my people. You right. know, the fact that I can work with you have your business and we can collaborate and we can do something and keep it in our circle. Right. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I, I what I was going to say about the shirts is, you know, the reason why I wanted to put them on shirts is because it's a conversation piece. Mm -hmm. You know, I've, mm -hmm. the Shirley Chisholm shirt, every time I wear it, somebody goes, 
nice chair. And it starts the conversation. And I'm right. like, oh, you know who this is? <laughs> you know? That's the conversation. And yeah. I get, I hear our, our customers, you know, that are clients that buy them, they will message me back and they tell me stories about like, oh, my mom was like, who's that on your shirt? And I had to explain it and she loves her now. And like, I yeah. love hearing stories. Right. That is what it's about. Yeah, exactly That's what it's about. Yeah. My son today, so my son is in kindergarten and okay. you know, they doing their black month stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, uh, <laughs> but they, she, she brought up this book and they were doing story time and, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, <laughs> and they had two of the people that we did on our shirts. And my wow. son was like, mom, Mae Jemison. Wow. Mom, Shirley Jemison. <laughs> and like, oh, I, that's got, awesome. I got like a little emotional about that because yeah. I didn't think that I was making an impact on him because he's so young. Right. I am. Right. And he recognized those people immediately. So, that just goes to show you, like, this is working a little bit. You know, yeah, this, this you're on the right track. Talking about <laughs> right, yeah, because like, I don't know the the book. I gotta look at, to see what the book. It, it was like it was a kindergarten book, but it was like really beautiful. It was like having all of these um, black historical figures. Um, yeah, and it was just amazing that they had that. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was um, in the room with with CJ when. Uh, his teacher was uh, supposed to be teaching him about black history, and she just played a YouTube video. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, this this is your black history moment? He was like, yeah. Ain't nobody paying attention. I'm just like, hmm. I said, that's why you can't give people who don't know nothing. Um, I mean, obviously, she was a she was a white lady, but um, but not saying that because there's a lot of educated white people that know a lot about black history. But it's like, why would you? try to teach something like they can do this on their own time like you know give them something she's trying to feel that <laughs> she's trying to feel that, like that uh what is the word that standard whatever formula that the school has you like okay we, this yeah. is that history moment we gotta talk about something <laughs> and then like, there's so many like there's so many interesting things to tap into right there's right. so much to tap right. into that you can like Everybody could be interested in, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Gonna rely on the Martin King stories and the Malcolm X, and I'm not. And I, when I say their names, I'm not saying them to discredit them at all. You know, they were needed, and they were they are legends yeah. and heroes in our community. So I'm yeah. not discrediting any of their work. But and, yeah, and he has know. he has Malcolm X. Um, I don't know. I I guess it's me getting older, but I'm like really in a document documentaries now um he has uh it's one on him on netflix who shot malcolm x and that is very like like if you it's not the typical malcolm x stories we see in our history books or coloring books or whatever like it it got it got to the nitty-gritty and it gave you a different perspective on um malcolm x the nation of islam things like that and the crazy thing is it all happened right here in new jersey <laughs> um like up in newark and things like that and um i'm just like wow like i i didn't know that and um but it's it's not it wasn't a documentary that was in the forefront that everybody seen it wasn't happy go lucky type it wasn't the, um even though um 
you know, the Spike Lee, uh, Denzel Washington, uh, Malcolm X movies was, was brilliant, but it, it didn't do no justice to the documentary. And like we said, you know, stuff like that matters because, um, they showed him, um, you know, we seen Malcolm X, the strong black man, the, 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 the thunderous voice, uh, preaching to the masses, like that's the Malcolm X we know, but they showed how, you know, he on the phone with his wife, he, 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 he laying down in his wife, uh, lap because he's just so tired and worn out, you know, um, you know, he's teaching, you know, the nation of Islam, they going against him. Then he got the, the, you know, the white, um, uh, police officers, they're going against him. So like you said earlier, just to see him humanized, um, yeah. like it, 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 um, you know, it was inspiring because, you know, here's this man that we hold so high and he's just like us. So it's like, it gives you confidence that you can, you can do it too. So, I like that. yeah. Yeah. I think it, I, we live in a strange times, but good times because we, there's so many platforms for us to like absorb this information right, and it's really right. beautiful to see like the black narrative really being told. And like, it just, you know, I, I love that there's all these documentaries. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. This is what really went down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what really happened. <laughs> yeah. It really happened. Yeah. Didn't do that, but he also did this. Yeah. I, yeah. So much. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of great documentaries on Netflix. Like, yeah, you said yeah. It's Who Shot Malcolm X. Yeah, it's called Who Who Shot Malcolm X. It's it's very. I don't want to give it away. I want you to watch it, huh? Because I feel like they got a lot of Who Shot somebody because they have like Who Shot Sam <laughs> but, Cook. But this uh, one, they actually found out who really killed them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they actually because yeah, they, I seen the one. Um, who shot Biggie and Tupac? I'm like, okay, did they find Wait. out who killed them? Like, I oh. thought, no, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't see it, but I, I, I like, I put it in my queue. No, nah, I didn't, I didn't see it because I'm like, uh, they never found out who did it. So, right. <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> but, um, the Malcolm X one, they actually did find out who killed them. I don't want to give the ending away because I want you to watch it. And when you let me know, you give me a call. But, uh, it's very good and very interesting. <laughs> Movie to watch. Yeah, it's very, very good. I think I was up. I'm always up watching like three, four o'clock in the morning watching this stuff. Like I start watching it, be like, oh, I'm gonna watch it and fall asleep. Then it get real good. I'm up, you know, three, four, five o'clock. It was the same thing with yeah. One Night in Miami. I just like put it on just to kind of see, get a feel of it at the beginning. Then I'm just like locked in. It's four o'clock in the morning. I'm still up. Brittany looking like, what are you doing? Well, that's I'm like, your crap. <laughs> yeah, that's so. Your crap. Me, uh, that's your art like that i would have fallen asleep <laughs> even if it's a good movie um yo nine o'clock yeah. the lights are down i'm falling asleep <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah. your that's you're like you're looking at it from a different perspective than i am i'm just looking at it but you're like oh look how they did this and i, and I was like, i was like yeah i was definitely a student and that's why i was like the acting was phenomenal like um yeah Two of the actors, the guy that played Muhammad Ali and the guy that played um, Malcolm X, I never heard of. But the other two, I, I knew who they were. And I'm just like, yo, where did she find these people? Like, they're, this is brilliant. Like, it's it been so long since I've seen a black film that was that excellent as far as the acting oh, wow. goes. And I'm just like, I, I think that's why I was so glued 
two and I was up to four o'clock because this I think it's about a two two and a half hour movie, and I was like so glued into it. I'm just like, yo, they the mannerisms, the accents, they had it down pat, and I'm just like, wow, like Regina King did her thing and she got nominated for a Golden Globe Award for it for Best Director, and I'm like, this is well deserved. Wait, did she, she she directed the other movie too? Uh, the Miami one. Yeah, she did the one night in Miami. Yeah, that's that's the one I'm talking about. She got the uh, Golden Globe for. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, and it was well, I, her her um, I think they said it was her directorial debut or something like that. Yeah, yeah so she um, yeah, kudos. I had to tweet her. She ain't tweet me back, so I don't know if she's seen it, but <laughs> I was like, yeah, job well done. This is. <laughs> this is good. Wait, wait, you did her, Regina. Yeah, I, re- I tweeted uh, Regina King. I was like, "Yeah, I just seen one night in Miami. <laughs> uh, you did your thing." <laughs> if I get famous enough, I'm a, and I meet her, I'm like, "Yeah, I tweeted you. Uh, you ain't tweet back." Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was five a.m. Yeah, it was five a.m. I couldn't sleep. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> The movie was good, <laughs> and you ain't tweet me back. I know you was up. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it. Yeah, it's um, it's it's very good. And if you listen to the show and you haven't seen it, please go check out uh, One Night in Miami. Um, if you enjoy great acting, uh, this is definitely uh one for your um. Yeah. Yeah, and let Regina know. Yeah, and tweet Regina. Tell her Chris Clark sent you. Uh, <laughs> she know who I am. I, I tweet her. <laughs> Maybe she listening to the podcast. You know, I get her on the show one day. We can talk about it. Uh, I call her people. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So, uh, what's next for uh, Miss Ashley Buttercup? Um, that's a great question. Uh, nah, um, so actually last year I had a bunch of, um, like actual art exhibitions. Mm-hmm. Obviously all that went to shut down. So I think this year they're trying to get them going again. So we'll see. So maybe I'll have some in-person real life somethings. Um, I'm still going to carry on with the visible history. We're okay. going to still carry on with that. Um, Good. Do you have an idea who, who's next? Nah. Well, <laughs> we, 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 you were kind of talking. You did mention somebody. I'm gonna say, but you mentioned somebody, so I gotta see if I can do that. I have some people in my mind. Okay. But you know, it's also too. Also, even if like I have the person in mind, I still gotta have a good reference photo because I'm an artist that draws from like a reference photo. Okay. So if the if the photo, if the like, I'm googling and the image that comes up for this person is like a painting of them, I can't use it. Uh, you know, you know how yeah. back in the day, like people like, <laughs> do like a. This is the person. There's a lot of black people just like kind of drawn. Yeah, yeah. So that also determines whether I move forward with the person. But anyway, so I'm hopefully have some in in real life showcases happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of my shows are either in Philly or in Brooklyn, okay. not Brooklyn, in Manhattan, New York, New York area. Um, continuing with the visible history stuff. I have some other personal projects that I'm working on or personal paintings that I'm working on. And then I'm also dabbling into other mediums. 
Um, maybe tattoos. I'm not sure if okay. I want to go down that route. <laughs> we'll see. The okay. sky's the limit. Yeah. You never know. Right. So, <laughs> so that's um, pretty much it. So, but um, the visible history for the people that's listening, um, what what visible history paintings do you have, and where can they purchase the um, apparel or a painting? Where can they get that from? So, um, just recap: each month I paint a portrait. So, I paint a portrait and I talk about it, talk about that person for like the month. And so, right now we have Mae Jemison. Mm-hmm. We have Garrett Morgan. We have Shirley Chisholm, um, C. Alfred Anderson, and Odetta. So we have five that are currently out. There are, um, now the other important thing is I didn't want to put these on, um, like Etsy or Amazon or any of those. I wanted to keep it all within our business. So right. you can go to my website, which is ashleybuttercup.com if you want to purchase a shirt. Um, Chris handles all of the production. So they're all made <laughs> with love and all the shipping. Um, and yeah, we, so right now for the most part, our apparel is just t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, hoodies, crew necks. Um, every once in a while we'll like throw in like a special color. Um, but all that's on my website or you can go to my Instagram as well. Wow. Nice. Nice. So there you have it. Um, for those who are watching on YouTube, I have the Shirley Chisholm sweatshirt, black. Um, what's the name you, you call it on your website? The, you don't just say yeah, black. Yeah, it's everything has a cute name. This yeah. Is cacao black. Yeah, cacao black. There you go. I have the cacao black. Um, I'm wearing an extra large, so, you know, a little bit swollen in it. It's all right. But, uh, <laughs> you can go get it. Um, I would turn around, but it actually has, um, the name of the person. Um, so it has Shirley Chisholm and it has, um, my logo, which is the crown and Ashley Buttercup on top of the name. And that will be on the back of the, uh, of the shirt. So you guys, please go check it out. Purchase, um, keep us in business. All right. <laughs> um, so that's all. Yeah. Huh? Sorry, I cut you off. No, I said both businesses because you support in two businesses. That's right. Two black-owned businesses at the same time. <laughs> so that's our show today. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, thank Miss Ashley Buttercup for being my guest. Um, and please follow me on, on um, all social media flat platforms. And, and please check out my website. Go to the uh, newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter at chrisclarkcomedy.com. Um, So that's it. You guys stay safe. Remember, God is love. Peace.